Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to the third episode of the Short Track Talk. I can't believe it. It's already been three episodes. I'm really happy. I'm really excited how everything's going. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Today, we've got with us a Swiss rider from the BMC racing team. He is national short track champion. He's been on the World Cup podium many times this year, both in short track and cross-country Olympic. And I think he's going to still be there. And we'll see how he does this weekend in snow so for those who haven't guessed who it is yet it's Filippo Colombo good morning Filippo how are you doing today I good day every day everyone uh yeah I'm fine just uh just ended the the training at lunch and then yeah some rest now weather weather is not so nice so far here in uh, snowshoe but yeah hope for a better better condition for the weekend oh hopefully yes i've been looking at the different instagram stories and instagram photos and it's been raining quite a bit i think yeah yeah so, yeah. so far always quite pretty much uh, rain luckily it's not it's not too cold so we can train quite easily uh, anyway first of all how are you feeling it's been i imagine a couple of days very tired due to the travels traveling from Europe straight to America. And how are you feeling right now? Yeah, now still quite uh, jet lagged. <laughs> Always, we woke up quite early every day. But yeah, we're going, going used to, we are getting used to it. And uh, yeah, it's quite the traveling this summer and the races, the schedule of the races is quite tight. And uh, yeah, for sure, uh, not doing too much and recovering uh, enough between the races and uh, on traveling is going to be a... Uh, quite an important topic for us yeah okay i mean absolutely uh it's gonna be two weeks uh very tiring uh there's a race in snowshoe and then you got monsantan in canada so that's gonna be intense to say the least yeah okay so now we're gonna talk a little bit about filippo colombo the junior not many people know about many people know yeah. Filippo Colombo, elite rider that is now in the in the World Cup podiums and Swiss short track champion. I mean, you, you've had quite a season so far. But first of all, how does Filippo Colombo start on a bike? Yeah, I um, started with uh, as as many I think uh, in the local club uh, first on the on the road because uh, in my region of uh, where I live in Ticino. Uh, as a child, uh, there wasn't uh, any any club, any mountain bike specifically in the club. So, if you, I mean, I had to. I always loved uh, cycling, and I had to pick um, to pick uh, the road. So I started like this. Uh, I did uh, some mountain bike just for just for fun, but uh, there were there were no races there. And uh, yeah, the first till uh, till fourteen, I just raced on the road actually. So and then with the, yeah. So to fourteen, you were picturing yourself riding in the Giro d'Italia instead of the World Cup in Val di Sole. Yeah, mo- I mean, I always. Had the, the 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 love of mountain biking, but I just didn't add the the races and uh, no no one that could teach me how to how to handle properly a bike. And uh, then with the with the local local club, had the owner of the club, not the owner but the coach that we had, was really passionate about mountain biking, and he saw others uh, youngs uh, uh, youngs. Uh, road racer that uh, would have loved to to try doing mountain biking a bit, and so we decided to create uh, yeah our structure and to try to go over the the Alps in the in the Swiss German part and to to do some mountain bike racing. 
and so we did and the first the first year as a under 17 uh, was was for us was uh, was quite shocking because we had absolutely not the the level the technical skills uh, of of the others and i remember that as a, as a first year under 17 the the, the girls that were starting five minutes behind us, they they were overtaking, oh, oh, yeah, overtaking us uh, just after a few laps. So it was quite um, quite uh, a journey and quite uh, yeah, it's one not easy at the, at, at first. And yes, then, it yeah, was tough. Yeah, 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 and we had we we understood this, uh, straight away that that we had to work a lot on technique because uh, <laughs> our level was like like really really bad compare comparing to 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 the other ride and so we worked through the, uh, through the through the winter and the, and the years after i could i could uh, express myself much better i won some races also also against um, the swiss german which which are yeah historically uh, much much better than than us they were much better than us and um, yeah then I just continue like this, but yeah, as a, as a child in Switzerland is also big. Uh, we, we do have a lot of winter sport, so I was uh, playing hockey, ice hockey, and doing some ski races in winter. Okay. And then yeah, my 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 family, my my father is really passionate about uh, sailing. Okay, so that's I interesting. Do, yeah, so windsurfing and those kind of stuff. So yeah, in summer I had uh, cycling and sailing, and in winter I had uh, yeah, ice hockey and uh, and uh, yeah, skiing. But then since since uh, the the really beginning uh, my my love was was just cycling and i did the other sport because my brothers were doing it and they yeah, because i had to follow them but not because i really i was in love with them you've left me without questions you've answered all of them <laughs> <laughs> uh no uh now uh getting a little bit further uh, you had those junior years where it was a little bit tough racing against the, against the Swiss German. Uh, like for those who don't know, maybe you come from the Swiss Italian part, which is close to Italy in the Swiss Alps and the Italian yeah, Alps in the bottom. In the bottom, exactly. Yeah. And in 2018, uh, you you were world champion of mixed elite cross country relays, and you had two interesting teammates whose name is Yolanda Neff and Schurter. So, how was it for you as a first year under 23? Uh, racing with those two who were already Swiss legends at the time. Yeah, I mean, it was I actually the first time that I raced with uh, with Dino was just was a uh, I did uh, as a junior in Hafshill was 2014 I think and uh, I did a re- we did a relay there and yeah we didn't become a world champion but it was second <laughs> and already already being there and standing close to to Dino was just I mean. He's a really huge, huge athlete in Switzerland. He has a, re- a really big name on, on our, I mean, in our sport for sure. But in general, in Switzerland, it is, it is a really, mm-hmm. uh, a He's really very important known. person. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's very known. And uh, yeah, for uh, for me as a as a seventeen uh, young guy that uh, that was the, at his first um, world champion, being with him uh, in the in the team was just i couldn't figure out uh, something like this uh, uh one month before you know and it was just just amazing and uh from from there on i just looked at him 
I mean, I always looked at him, but it's been like a, like such an inspiration for for us. And uh, being closer and closer to him is uh, is for for me as a Swiss Swiss mountain biker just just amazing. Uh, you've been closer to him, learning from him. He's been your inspiration, and now you're closer to him in races, sometimes in front of him. So that's got to be how does it, does that feel? Like Nino's been your inspiration. And now you, you see yourself riding in front of him and you know Nino Schurter is right behind you, coming at you with all he's got. How, how is that? No, it's, it's actually, yeah, it's, I mean, it's super nice. It's quite a childhood uh, dream. But for sure, I mean, it's still still super fast. <laughs> it's super tough to be in front of him. And uh, it's quite, actually, this year we, we raced together a four days uh, race in South Africa, the Tanko Trek. We were mm -hmm. together in team, and yeah, one once he just asked me to to slow down a bit, and I was so so happy, <laughs> <laughs> so happy that he could ask me that. <laughs> It was just uh, I mean, I could I could explode uh, two minutes after. <laughs> I was so so glad that, that that I could hear from him. Please slow down a bit, and it was quite. Uh, Nino's an absolute legend, and having a legend asking you to slow down a bit so he can catch up and get some rest. I mean, it, it's got to be something. Yeah, it it's got to be different. Exactly, quite quite uh, satisfying. <laughs> I born in I was born in Lugano. I lived Lugano. There. Yeah, Lugano itself, really in the city center. And then I lived there the first seven years and then I moved a little bit, yeah, I mean 15 Ks north from, from Lugano. Oh, a little bit more. Mm -hmm. A little bit more in the in the Alps, in the okay. mountains. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about Nino but you're in the BMC MTB racing, uh, which for those who don't know was last year's name was Absolute Absalon and it is Julian Absalon's team. So how was it uh, racing? Well, not racing, but having him as a, as a manager, he's an absolute legend too. He's yeah. right in front of Nino being the, the one, the rider that's, that's won the most World Cup races uh, so far in history. So how is it having him as a manager? Yeah, I mean, When I'm for sure, I always been a BMC rider since since the beginning of my career. And uh, yeah, once uh, once I had the opportunity to to stay with this brand and uh, working with with uh, with Julian, I didn't. I mean, it was just the the best uh, the best option for me, and from to learn from him and to. Yeah, to get some experience from him, and but being uh, and staying with the with the brand that the grow grow me up, and uh, which was the, the perfect combination. And yeah, it was uh, I mean in those three years as a as a, an elite, I really I think I could progress year after year for sure. Uh, last year was uh, the the bigger accident of my career was quite tough, but yeah, I mean uh, I think uh, so far has been quite a good journey. And uh, yeah, I, but I think that was always good with me that uh, year by year after year I could always get uh, myself or get yeah get better. And uh, yeah, which is which is uh, always what I, what I wanted, progressing year after year. Yeah, uh, you work hard and it pays off. And we'll get on to last year and the previous year, mm -hmm. Olympic Games and stuff. But I want to ask you a couple of questions before that. So after the year you won uh, the world champion with Nino and Yolanda, you were also you had your first under 23 World Cup podium in Balnor in Andorra. You came third. 
you are fourth in Valdisola and you were national champion. How was it being Swiss, the Swiss national champion for you, being a Swiss athlete? Yeah, I mean, for us, as a, no, it's for sure a jersey and it's super nice to wear uh, something something different from your teammates <laughs> and uh, yeah being being national champion is uh, something special always and uh, I got lucky to be three times in the in the under 23 categories and yeah I mean it was super nice not that easy now <laughs> but uh, yeah still 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 working for it not easy in the cross-country race but you're short track national champion right now you're, you're on the road to getting there there's no doubt and then in 2019 so. oh yes for sure i'm sure <laughs> in 2019 you go to snowshoe where you are right now and you win your first world cup how how is that in snowshoe your first under 23 no yeah well, was actually 19 yeah but was uh, in uh, my first world cup win was in uh, Alpstadt as a uh, in 2019 sorry oh yeah, yeah but i mean uh, i'm no problem <laughs> Was uh yeah that 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 year uh, I think we together with uh, with Vlad I mean he was for sure uh, a little bit stronger than than me but we had so so many fights uh, out of seven World Cups I won three he won four and uh, yeah I mean he had the 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 two title that uh, that we were battling at but I mean I think also for him and for me for myself uh, I'm glad that I could have such a strong rider. Uh, against me because uh, that year I think we we had almost maybe almost the the level to compete in the elite category but uh, staying uh, staying um, in the under 23 we could really race for the win uh, which is uh, super nice but uh, the yeah our level was already quite high and uh, I think yeah for uh, none of us uh, has been too hard the gap to the to the elite level I think thanks to also to those kind of uh, races super tight super yeah i mean uh, super it was uh, so strong that i had to work really hard uh, to to get to his level and uh, yeah it was such was a, such a good season for for us and uh, i learned a lot also also from from him absolutely uh you got your first win in Alpstadt, like you said i got it wrong and then you had in Linter Heide at home in Swiss, Switzerland, that must have been amazing. And then you went to Snowshoe, which is, I'd say it's a circuit in which you've performed pretty well throughout the years. You won in under 23, and then last year you got third in the lead. So we'll see what you do this year, but I think... I think you're on, on the right road to doing something something important. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, that rivalry with Vlad. Because like you said, he won four World Cups. You won three in the world. He was first. You were second. How is that rivalry? Because you, you said it helped you. But outside the race, were you friends? Or were you still rivals? No, no, I think, I mean, personally, um, we are quite quite good friends. I mean... Not, uh, it's not my best friend for sure, but uh, <laughs> I really, uh, I think our battles were always quite fair, and uh, I mean, I could, I could not regret anything uh, that that season, and also what he's doing right now is is just amazing. I'm really happy for him. And um, yeah, it just uh, inspires me to 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 get better. And uh, I mean, I do really respect how and I, I admire how he's performing and how he did, how could he really perform in the in the years before. And uh, yeah, for I mean, those kind of uh, as I said, those kind of 
frivolity or those kind of people that uh, uh, that puts you really at to the edge to 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 go deep to train deep is always nice and increase your level in itself so if i always i have a huge respect for for, for vlad and uh, we always had really fair racing together i think or on my side always i didn't had any problem with him Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, I have nothing against him, and it's quite uh, no. I mean, uh, quite it's quite it's nice to have such such a strong competitor against you. Uh, like you said, it definitely helps uh, to build your level too. Like I'm sure mm-hmm. if you hadn't had each other in uh, 2019, uh, your level, both of your level in 2020, wouldn't have been the same. And now we no, talk about sure. 2020, which was a good year for you. First year elite, you were getting ready for the uh, Olympic Games. I must have been training hard. Then we all know what happened. They get moved on. I'm not going to talk about COVID because everybody talks about that. I'm not going to ask questions. How was it? I'm just going to ask you, how was it uh, getting ready for a race for about nine months? It was your big target, big target in the calendar and they get postponed. How do you feel then? Uh, How was that? I'm actually, I came from, as I said, I was a a really good time to spend three years. And uh, yeah, no pressure because I was first, uh, my first year as a, as an elite rider so and i was for sure not the the favorite rider to get the qualification for the olympics because yeah i mean we had three three places we had mm-hmm. three places two of them were already picked but then uh, the, the competition in switzerland is quite high and uh, i mean uh, lars many many people were targeting this this third place and um yeah for me it was more about uh, doing the experience and seeing what uh, what could have what could have been to 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 be in the elite and just race and uh, see how the level was so yeah i trained for sure a little bit more but without any stress to absolutely have this ticket to go to the to, to the Olympics. Yes, uh, I... but I think th- this was quite quite a nice thing for for me because uh, yeah, I could train just without without any pressure. And um, once to, yeah, I mean then uh, I do. I was at that time. I was still uh, studying also at university, so I do. I I got that chance yeah, to give more exams than what I what I normally did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, for me, COVID was not too bad. Being at home, uh, a little bit more relaxed, st- studying a little bit more than. Uh, what I uh, used to be, and then uh, yeah, at the end of the season, the first uh, workup I've got uh, top fifteen, and then um, the second one is I've got tenth, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just I understood that uh, my le- my level was not was not too bad. Uh, that second uh, workup I also spent some some laps in the in the front with the front guys, so it was quite uh, promising, and the motivation got got high, and yeah, one week after. There was uh, words in Leo Gang, and uh, there I've got uh, I was seventh, which was uh, quite quite good, uh, far far better than uh, than my than the others uh, than the others uh, ride Swiss riders that were uh, competing with me uh, for for the his third place in, uh, mm-hmm. at the Olympics. And from there, I understood maybe maybe I can actually got this place to to the olympics and uh, yeah the world year the world winter then i trained quite quite hard to to get this place and to to make this dream happen like you said there's nothing more than to call it but a dream 
And in the, the, in the Olympics, she came 12th, which was is a very good result for being your second elite year. If you think about it, you're just starting to get to know the riders. So I'm sure you will, you will be back uh, in Paris and improve that position. And then you you said university. What do you study in university, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, no, no. I studied uh, economics, finance, uh, just, uh, just a bachelor so far. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in, in Lugano, the university there. And uh, yeah, I wanted to, to get this, the bachelor, because I mean, uh, you, you never know what is can happen in, a, in such a career, short career. And uh, yeah, it's always, it's also nice to being out, uh, meeting other people from, yeah, from other, others world and speaking uh, about something else. Then, then just cycling. We are quite, quite a lot. Uh, just doing this and uh, focusing on on that. And uh, yeah, it was a really nice period. Uh, sometimes stressful for sure because I mean, uh, doing the exams uh, during the exam sessions were quite, quite stressful. You don't do much instead of training and uh, studying. But yeah, it was uh, was nice. I'm glad that I've done done it and uh, now actually i finished officially this this february okay <laughs> but the last but yeah the last i just had to to finish a couple of, of stuff but were not much and i was not that involved in the university anymore but yeah in the juniors and then the category was quite a lot also also there at school and uh, yeah it was as i said it was nice good good combination and how did you manage to the level of exigence uh, the level of intensity that mountain bike training requires and then going to class studying uh, doing uh, homework labs how did you do all of that how was that yeah i mean uh, organizing organizing myself quite good it was it was a quite a big uh, uh or important stuff because yeah, you cannot uh, wake up at 10 and then training a bit and then go to school uh, for two hours because yeah then you don't have any time for for training or for writing mm-hmm. but yeah it was uh, was sometimes tough as i said but yeah i mean uh, i think it was more positive than negative for sure uh, because uh, you then you don't have too much time to just to over overthink about training or overthink about uh, your cycling life or overthink about your cycling goals it just uh, it's just something more that you have in your life but that can help you to balance everything quite good and uh, it's something that i would do for sure again and i suggest also young young people to not stop too too early to just do trying to be professional too early and uh, yeah i mean i think it's quite it's quite good to going step by step also increasing the hours step by step not just uh, being working fully or doing your study fully and then just stop and, and uh, switching from doing training 10 hours a, a, a week to, to 20 hours a week just uh, one year af- after the other so it could be i mean to me progressing slow slowly doing always more sport and less uh, less university was um, i think I had quite a good balance and was uh, was good. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to ask you that. Uh, you answered my question without asking it. Uh, you've definitely set an example for younger people that might think, should I study or not? And you've you've answered my question. Uh, you're definitely an example to follow and many people should, should do what you did, uh, studying and then sport. And if you like sport, uh, you go for sport. But studying is also important. I, I really admire that. 
because it requires a lot of sacrifice. And I imagine you had very little social life back then. I imagine now it's improved. Yeah, it's it's actually it's actually different. Maybe it's not the just going out and partying, but you doing it at the university, you met much much more people from other other worlds i mean uh, that you and this uh, i think it helps also to implement a bit of your vision of everything and uh, which is not not bad maybe it's maybe it's stressful but uh, at the end of the day is quite helpful absolutely Dur- during the exam session i was uh, walking up at six and uh, training for uh, one hour and then studying 10 hours and then doing a spin on the the evening was uh, was pretty much like the eating yes. training and studying and sleeping a bit <laughs> <laughs> exactly and now now i imagine you don't have to study because you said you finished so what is it you like to do when you have time because it is true mountain bike takes a lot of time and now being at the level you are at it takes even more time because you've got to take care of everything uh, nutrition training sleep rest so what is it you like to do when you have the time tonight i can go out with my friends for dinner for example yeah i mean uh, being out in, uh, out of uh, home or away from home so much uh, for sure it doesn't help to to still being able to to go out and meet friends and stuff this is something that i always miss also just it's actually harder for the people uh, around you i think i mean uh, just my my girlfriend for for instance he she cannot spend a holiday with me in summer uh, like like everybody does uh, but yeah it's something not easy sometimes to to deal with but um, yeah it's it's a sport life and what what i what i like to do yeah i mean just uh, yeah like this uh, meeting friends when i home and the, when i'm uh, like like to those um, those weeks that I'm, we are, we have quite a lot of free times. I do read a bit and uh, those kind of stuff. I do love to being quite uh, or reading other stuff out of uh, out of cycling world, mm-hmm. which allows me to to also to not being too focused to the in mountain bike. Yes. And now uh, you spend little time at home, but you spend a lot of time with the team, I imagine. Mm-hmm. So what is it you guys like to do in the BMC mountain bike racing team? What is it nobody knows <laughs> a game you play or something you do when you got free time and you want to rest and just have fun? It actually depends what what we are. We must say we, we are all, all really good friends together. And uh, especially, I mean... We did one um, with him in the in the team since since 2018. So it's quite uh, it's the fifth year that we are together. It's quite I know we, we know each other super well. And then with Yuri, he was in my club before oh. even yeah yeah. So it's quite it's a childhood friend. He's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. So I know him much deeper than only on the cycling side. And so we understand each other super well but here for example we have the calcio the culture i don't know how to say calcio balilla <laughs> small baby food yes and we play uh, a lot of things baby food <laughs> luckily we are yeah exactly we are in four so it's perfect to get some matches but yeah in general uh, 
understand each other super good and it's uh, it's always it's always funny to to be uh around the world together yes it does sound and i didn't know uh yuri uh, was one of your childhood friends so i imagine uh, sharing the team with him must be an amazing experience and uh, it just helps a lot because when you're when you're away from home for that long you do need support and having a good relationship with your teammates it is absolutely key and yeah, yeah, now absolutely. asking a little bit more about the team uh Who's the funniest? Yuri, by far. By far? <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now Yuri he brings, he provides some uh, Italian Italian jokes and Italian lifestyle, which is uh, yeah, sometimes also funny. But yeah, it's, yeah, it, it is the funniest. And uh, how is being on the team with Pauline. Uh, Pauline is a mountain bike uh, idol for many. She's been world champion many times. She's been dominating the World Cup for a long time and she still is. She still has a great level. So how is it being in the on the team with her? Do you learn from her? Is it is it intimidating sometimes? No, she she she's a really a really good girl. I mean, uh, now uh, this year was a little bit more the team was a little bit more split in mm-hmm. two she had uh, more his own and we had hours um, and we were organized a little bit more independently but uh, yeah last year and the years before we were really really together and yeah she's a uh, super she she's crazy how hard she worked for uh, for de- their goals and uh, for sure she's an inspiration i mean uh, i never seen someone working that hard for for performing on the bike uh, like as as she she she's doing actually i'm sure right now also but yeah it's it's for sure an inspiration for for, for that and yes no doubt she's she's an amazing writer uh she's got uh, lots of experience and She wouldn't be where she is if she didn't work hard. That's for sure. And now taking a little bit, little bit of a jump back, uh, going back to Tokyo. How was it uh, being on the Olympic Games, uh, representing Switzerland? The yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. Last year was quite uh, a roller coaster year for me. And uh, yeah, being uh, being there was just uh, a dream coming through. I couldn't uh, really do. It took me some some weeks to realize actually I'm going to to the Olympics was just uh, something uh crazy for me and uh yeah being there being there with my my childhood titles that was teaching me what to, how to do and how to do deal with the, with the stuff and uh was was just amazing and uh, i think we yeah we did some was was one of the the greatest experience uh, not not the races in itself but in general they one of the, the the greatest experience of my of my career and uh, yeah i've learned a lot, for sure a lot a lot from from this this event and the first the, the, the thing that i learned that the most that I, i will take me for sure that i want to to go back to such an event <laughs> This is this is uh, such such different from everything else in in our sport that I want to to leave those kind of feelings again. Paris is right around the corner. It's in two years, mm-hmm. so I will I will be expecting to see you there fighting fighting for the medals. Hope so, hope so. <laughs> And now uh, this year you took a huge step up 
on your level, I would say. It's been definitely the best year of your career. Uh, you've been raising uh, constantly top 10. You started off really well in both in Spain, racing in Spain, in Telva and Banyolis, which are two horse category races, which have a, a huge level and many of the big structures go there as it is very warm weather to do a little bit of preparation before the first World Cups. So how was it for you this year, starting there, racing against Vlad, uh, and all those against Valero, against many riders, many of the top riders, and seeing that you were there and you were beating them. Yeah, it was uh, after after uh, 2021 that I didn't end it the, the way I wanted. Actually, I couldn't provide the results that I wanted. I really want to start well this year, this year, this season to get to get some responses to my body to get some yeah some yeah exactly some some response some results to to get the confidence on myself again so i trained really hard in the in the winter and i wanted to start the season uh, fast and uh, i think yeah i wanted absolutely a podium in in brazil to get just just a confirmation for myself and uh, yeah i did and uh, that helped me helped me a lot also also for the, the second part of the season and then well you got fifth in petropolis uh, you got to you go to the swiss elite short track nationals uh, you win them and then right after that you go to lenterheide you win a short track world cup and you go fifth on the race on the cross-country race how is that weekend for you racing at home winning the short track and then getting on the world cup podium being at home in the elite level yeah it was uh was super one of one of the the best races that i or weekend of races that i had in my my career I must say it was super nice the, the the crowd was were just amazing for us and being being able to do most of the race in front was uh, was super nice and uh, also i was looking for for such such emotions and such such races and such results to yeah to go always I'm always trying to get some confirmation to, about my myself and uh, those mm -hmm. kind of uh, of races absolutely yeah was was super nice there yes it is uh, it is true that sometimes uh, riders need confirmation not only on the races but that results show how how much work they're putting in and you're definitely getting it this year. And last year too, I'd say. Uh, you were also last year third in the European Championships. And uh, if I can ask you what's what was or what is your big goal for this season? Is it the European Championships? Is it a World Cup? Is it the Worlds? No, I mean, for sure, this year I didn't have a specific uh, goal, but was was to be more consistent and more consistently, consistent in front, especially yeah, in the World Cups. And uh, yeah, so far was quite, I'm ninth at the moment at the World Cup standing so it's not it's quite good and uh, yeah being there I mean for sure I want to to get on the podium for in the next races uh, is one of the the goals again then the Europeans and world for sure are two two impo really important races but I'm not targeting one specific race like uh, like words or uh, Europeans I just want to be in general fast <laughs> calling it being in the top 10 in the world you can call it being quite good i guess and it's 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 absolutely amazing and now wrapping it up a little bit uh what is it you like the most about raising in the world cup 
besides the race? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's just a nice event. Uh, our our structure it is is super super nice to be to be here with the team. And uh, yeah, I think it's just it's just nice. And how with the downhill others it's like an event uh, with all with the main races but with all all the stuff that comes together with the paddock and all the ambience that it uh, comes out of the the workups so it's always super nice and also the i think short track on friday helped a lot develop those kind of uh yet yeah, more people around during the whole weekend and not just for the, the, for sunday. the sunday race exactly which is which is nice i i absolutely agree with that it is true that short track has added a lot of show onto the races mm -hmm. so it's it's definitely uh, something really interesting to see it's fun and it's quick and it also lets you know where the riders might be or might not be throughout the race on sunday exactly so it kind of lets, lets you know where you're going to be uh, compared to other riders and what's the worst part You, you said the best. The best is the atmosphere, the event in general. It's like a huge mm -hmm. party. And what's the worst part about it? Yeah, the, <laughs> I don't know, actually. Uh, the worst part about the World Cup. Being away from home, yeah, maybe, probably? No, no the, I think the schedule could be could be better placed during the World Cup. Because uh, we actually we start the, our World Cup season quite late in the season. And it ended quite early in the season. And it's super concentrated. And the planning properly... Uh, All the workups uh, with a with a good shape is quite difficult. So uh, splitting a little bit more the all the all the workups during the whole year could be could be quite nice. Yeah. Yes, it is true that the the calendar in general is very tight because you start in April with Petropolis this year. Then you got a month rest more or less. Then you have Hauptstadt and Novi Mesto all together. Mm -hmm. Then you continue. You yeah, normally, but, but this year is an exception. But normally, it was just starting in May mm -hmm. and ended in September. And just, just you, you doing, you are, we are doing just some really small, sometimes shitty races uh, during the, the, the whole spring, waiting for this uh, workup to start. And then, yeah, I mean, uh, does, at the end of the day, the, the other small races doesn't count a lot. Or, I mean, no one's care about it <laughs> and uh yeah you can actually just do good at the workups and uh, your season could, could be safe which yes. that's why i'm quite i'm i would love to see more workups but also better split that during during the whole year during the year yes i understand yeah. what you mean uh not just uh having for example now in july you had uh Lenterheide, Andorra, you got Snowshoe now and you got Monsantan after, which is four World Cups in five weekends, which is crazy. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's intense, mm -hmm. a lot of traveling, a lot of being away from home, little resting. It's it's yeah. definitely very tight, a tight schedule. And that might be something interesting to talk about. Uh and more World Cups, definitely, because for the fans, uh, we don't get enough with just seven World Cups and the world's after. And Uh, just uh, to finish up a bit, I would like to thank you for coming to the podcast. I've enjoyed it a lot. It's been really interesting getting to know you 
and getting to know a little bit more about your life in general. I didn't know you have a degree. I, definitely something people uh, should know about because it's something admirable. So I would like thank to thank you. you. And then uh, one you. last one last question. Uh, can you give me a song to put at the end of the podcast? It can be something you use to relax or something you use to work out that you really like, uh, for example. D- 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 TNT. TNT from ACDC. Okay. Yeah. You, you, didn't th- you didn't have to think much about it. So that's it. All right. That's it. So thank you very much, Filippo. Uh, good luck this weekend. Thank good you. luck next weekend. And I wish you the best. Hey! Hey! Hey!